Hello guys and welcome to On The Couch with Steve. Uh, This is a podcast where we help you navigate the world of buying and selling real estate. I'm Steve Athanades. I'm the owner of NG Real Estate Ipswich. Today we're talking about uh, the all-important market update for the Ipswich and Brisbane marketplaces. Uh, I'm joined today by Kira from River 949. Kira's done some research today uh, and she's going to ask me a series of questions about what's happening with our real estate markets. Absolutely. Thanks for having me. Pleasure to have you. Um, so tell me a bit about property prices. Why are they increasing or decreasing at the moment? What's happening in that space? Okay, really important question. So what's actually happened here? I'll talk specifically about Ipswich. Uh, what's actually happened in this market? And we've actually defied national trends here. So uh, across Sydney and Melbourne, we've seen house prices uh, decrease 10, 15%. In some parts of Melbourne, they've gone back to pre-COVID prices. Mm. So that's potentially a 30% drop. So they did have a 30% increase. Now they've come all the way back again. Here in Ipswich, uh, we've had less than 1% drop over the last six months, which is really quite amazing. What's going to happen into the future? Only time will tell. Obviously, I don't have a crystal ball. Kira, do you have a crystal ball? No, I don't. Okay, good for the people at home to know. (laughs) But at the end of the day... they are going uh, at the moment. They're, 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 they're not moving at all. Yeah. Uh, we haven't seen any uh, decreases. They're up 30% over what they were basically two years ago. So it's really good news if you own a house today. Right. You've probably picked up 30% of equity for really doing nothing. Yeah. All right. So uh, in terms of decreases, market pressures, obviously inflation's through the roof. We, we've seen eight consecutive interest rate rises. There's talk that we'll get more in 2023. Yeah. Again, we'll have to wait and see exactly what happens there, but it's more probably inflationary pressures that are putting uh, going to put some pressure on house prices. Yeah, yeah. Um, so is there a reason behind why they're increasing or decreasing? Is there like telltale signs or...? No, look, I said uh, I think it's, inf- uh, it, it's probably more economic pressures. Nothing's actually happened to the market yet. Your house isn't physically worth any less money because of any... Um, you know, anything apart from probably sentiment. So as soon as demand starts to drop off, okay, you'll see a yeah. decrease in prices. The only reason demand is starting to drop off is people because people are unsure about, you know, what the cost of their mortgage is going to be if interest rates keep increasing, if inflation keeps increasing, you know, fuel, everything's hideously expensive. Yeah. So that starts just to mess with people's confidence more than anything else. So oh, that's probably okay. the number one reason. That's fair enough. Um, so... If there's a place in the area that is the hottest at the moment, are there particular suburbs or locations that we should be looking at? Yep. Uh, so here in Ipswich, all of our quality suburbs are always in high demand. So um, parts of Brassel, Flinders View, Woodend, Saddler's Crossing, uh, some parts of Ipswich itself yep. have seen really strong uh, price growth. Uh, another sector of our market, <clears throat> excuse me, which has seen really strong performance is acreage. So anything that's uh, even from one acre up yeah. is extremely popular. And we saw that come about, uh, I guess, as a result of COVID, because when COVID was on, remembering back to the dark old days of, um, you know, when we had the lockdowns, yeah. if you lived on an acreage property, your lifestyle actually didn't change at all. Mm. So people made a transition from, I guess, the heart of suburbia, and they really valued acreage because it didn't change their lifestyle at all. Oh. Okay. Okay. So that movement, um, obviously, people going, oh, I don't want the suburbs anymore. Let's go to acreage. So, yeah. Well, on acreage, you're not concerned that someone's going to sneeze on you or cough on you. Because yeah. you've got space, so you could still be outdoors, and basically your day to day lifestyle never changed. Oh, fantastic. Whereas if you're in <clears throat> in suburbia, you're basically trapped in the house. Yeah. 
So, yeah, so it has definitely made an issue uh, for people and it's obviously uh, created greater demand for those that style of property. Yeah. So, like I said, our key suburbs here in Ipswich, uh, all of our, yeah, our strongest performing suburbs, uh, good houses in good areas will always be worth good money. In Brisbane, um, some of the areas, uh, again, uh, Graceville has seen really strong price growth mm. and is continuing to see it even in a market where there is pressure, downward pressure on prices. So quality suburbs like Graceville are actually still getting more and more expensive. Oh, wow. Mm-hmm. Even with the demand sort of yep. staying steady. Yep, because I guess uh, people uh, who want to live in a quality area will always pay a premium to live there. Yeah. So whether the market's up or down, those areas will always be more expensive generally than other areas. That's fair enough. Mm-hmm. Okay, so we've talked a little bit about the buying property market, but how are we seeing that translate into the rental market? Yeah, really great question. Um, it's important we talk about rentals. Obviously, it's a big sector of our market. Not everyone can afford to buy a house. Yeah. So it's important that we recognise those people. So the rental market has seen really, really strong growth. Mm. And it's not uncommon that something that you would have rented, um, you know, a year ago for, say, 380 you're now paying 480 to 500 Wow. So it, it, it is quite a steep incline in terms of um, rental values. I mean, it's based on supply versus demand. Yeah. There is a huge demand and there is a really limited supply. So that is pushing prices up. Uh, we have seen some agents, unfortunately, acting probably a little unscrupulously in terms of, you know, opening up to the highest bid. Yeah. Okay. I believe they're looking to outlaw that sort of behaviour. Um, what we find generally is is that most owners are actually really quite fair. Yeah. Uh, all they're really doing is they're passing on their own costs. Yeah. Their mortgages have become more expensive. Their cost of living has become more expensive. So, yes, they, they do have to put the rents up in order to compensate for the costs that they're incurring because, yeah. you know, they've got families and stuff the same as everyone else. Uh, and what we do find, surprisingly, uh, for, maybe for a lot of people, is, is that a lot of our owners, and we manage about 700 properties here in Ipswich, a lot of our owners will actually give our tenants a subsidised rent so they don't go the full market clip. Yeah. If they're a good tenant, they pay their rent on time, they don't damage the property, they report maintenance that needs to be done. Yeah. So so our owners will actually reward those people and not, not charge them full price. If their existing tenant moves out and it goes to the open market, probably a little bit more different story. They'll rely on us to do a comparative market analysis, yeah. work out what the current rental is for their property, and they will get full market uh, yeah. value for it. but that And that's fair to somebody who has an investment property because at the end of the day, you're making sure that their best interest is at, always at heart. We have to. They're our client. Yeah. So the Act has very specific responsibilities on us that we have to be seeing what's in the best interest of our client. Whilst we sympathise with the tenant because obviously it's expensive, yeah. uh, but unfortunately that's the market that we live in. We don't control the economy, uh, those sorts of things. Yeah. So it is just fair market value. So unfortunately for a lot of our tenants, they are experiencing pain, just like people who have a mortgage. Yes. The mortgage costs have gone up, so have the rental costs. Yeah. So it's a bit of a, you know, it's, it, it's a testy subject for a lot of people. They get very passionate and sometimes very upset about it. Yes. And they think it's unfair, but unfortunately... Life's unfair, yeah. unreally. And we're all in the same boat at the we moment. We are all in the same boat, 100%. Yeah. So what does that look like for 2023? How we, how how do you feel we're going to track? Okay. I'll, I'll give you a couple of caveats on this. I've got a personal opinion. Yeah. Okay. With Together with a stamp, you can 
post a letter with it yep. without the stamp. It's probably worth nothing. But at the end of the day, it's my personal opinion. However, we do a lot of research with um, realestate.com, domain, those sorts of things. Now, what they're predicting for 2023, and this is, I guess, the thing that everyone's waiting to know. Mm. We're almost at the end of 2022. What's going to happen in 2023 for both the Ipswich and the Brisbane markets? Uh, realestate.com is predicting a 6 to 9% decrease in house prices. Domain, something similar. My personal opinion is I would expect somewhere in the order of 5 to 10% over the course of the next 12 months. So I'm not going to say, I'm not saying it's going to happen tomorrow and neither is realestate.com or domain, but they're saying over the cycle of the next 12 months, they're expecting prices to fall in the vicinity of 6 to 9%. I'm saying okay. five to ten. So five, I think, is very likely. Ten is probably the extreme. Um, the, the, I guess the overall saving factor for all of us is if you own a home, it's gone up 30%. Yeah. So even if it did drop 10% worst case scenario, you're still going to be 20% better off than you were two years ago. Absolutely. Even 12 months ago, probably. So, yeah, personal opinion, it, we will see a drop. Yeah. Now, what that means if you own a house today... Okay. If you don't want to sell and you don't want to move, yeah. do nothing Okay, okay. because you're happy where you live, you're happy in the suburb you live, your kids go to the school that you want to go to or whatever the circumstances are. Yeah. However, if you are thinking about selling, come to market now Right. because I know what the price is today. Yeah. Okay. I don't know what it will be in six weeks, three months or six months time, mm. but I know what it is today. And we are still, like I said, right from the start, we've defined national trends and your house price is still worth pretty much exactly the same as what it was six months ago right. when the market was booming. Okay. The frenzy's over, but your house is still worth really good money. Yeah. So if you're thinking about relocating for work, you know, family, relationship, whatever reason, Okay, now is the time to sell because we know exactly what your house is worth. Yeah. Four buyers, and we've talked about sellers, four buyers. I guess you know what the prices are today. Yeah. There is still good value in the marketplace today. On the balance of probabilities over the course of the next 12 months, house prices will probably get cheaper. Right. So if you're ready to buy today and you find the house that you want in the suburb that you want, buy it today, okay? Uh, It may be cheaper into the future, but you may not have access to it. So if you want it and you want to live there for the next 10, 15, 20 years, the price doesn't really matter. You're buying for lifestyle reasons. Yes. So that's what I would suggest. Most people do buy for lifestyle, okay? Uh, Investors buy to make money. Yeah. Okay, and they're looking for capital gain. Okay, as homeowners, we're very lucky. Uh, home ownership is the only tax-free investment we get in in, in our whole life. Mm. Okay, so whatever money we make on our personal homes, we don't get taxed on. Yeah. But most people don't buy a house with the view of making money. No, no, they don't. No, it's it's um, the family home. Exactly right. So you want to live in a suburb or a street. You want to have proximity to schools or childcare or, you know, health, yep. whatever you... Yard size. Exactly, yeah. So you want a yard, you want kids to be able to play, you want to build a shed, you've got to park a caravan or a boat, so yeah. you're buying for lifestyle reasons. So for those people, okay, again, if you find the house that you want and it suits, ticks all the boxes, buy it today because it may not be available tomorrow. tomorrow. Yeah. Okay, if long-term, even if you needed to save some more deposit, okay, and get yourself in a stronger financial position, in the past we've talked about... um 
uh, mortgage levels, deposits, all those sorts of things. Yeah. But if you don't have your deposit where you want it to be today, the good news for you is you can probably save up over the next six months and house prices may be a bit cheaper for you, yeah. which will help you get into the market as well. Watch this space, hey? Exactly. Watch this space. We'll see what happens. Fantastic. Thank you so much. Thanks for tuning in uh, to hear and see more of On the Couch with Steve. A uh, special thanks to our, our guest, Kira from River 949. She's done an awesome job. Found out all the questions that you want to know about uh, the real estate market for 2022 leading into 2023. If you have any questions or any comments about the topics that we shared today, we'd love to hear from you on our socials. Uh, please stay tuned for more from me. I'm Steve Athanades. We'll see you soon.